Welcome to the Ruby Hour, a podcast produced by our company, Ruby Riot Creatives. We specialize in video production and content marketing, and we're based in Charleston, South Carolina. I'm Shelby Ring. And I'm Madeline Rager. This podcast is devoted to interviewing extraordinary people doing extraordinary things and nuggets of wisdom that they've learned along their journey. Also, just want to give you a heads up, uh, we have potty mouths and we're talking about inappropriate things. So thank you so much for joining us for another session of the Ruby Hour, where we interview extraordinary people doing extraordinary things in the world and what got them um, to where they are today. And I have the amazing Saul of Saul Photography. Hello. hello. Uh, thank you for having me. With us. Um, he is a, a legend around these parts. And, uh, you know, a little bit about Saul. So he has been in the wedding uh, photography industry since when did you open up shop? Uh, 2013, I got serious about it. And it's freaking awesome. Been riding since. And uh, a little bit about Saul, I always like to paint a picture. So we filmed and photographed together, um, I think at the beginning of 2017 was when we That's first right. crossed paths. And uh, there was a Backstreet song um, at the end of the night. Uh, we had the best time doing impromptu dance videos. And uh, I knew I had met a new lifelong friend. Yes. So Saul is amazing. Um, he was recently named the best photographer in the world by his mother. Thanks, and Mom. Uh, and um, you know, so, Saul, what? How did you get started with photography? Um, well, photography had been something that I just naturally had gravitated to. Um, somehow, during family functions, they would hand me the camera. My dad would say, "Here, take a picture of this. The shoulder mount VHS oh, yeah. recorders. Yes. Um, take videos of this. Take pictures of that. So it just kind of evolved into doing more of that and just really enjoying it." And so it just turned into a bunch of different things and not just weddings, but just everything that you can imagine. It's so yeah. cool. I know. I think um, I read in your past life, you may or may not have been a military contract <laughs> photographer. Right, right. So military contract photographer, this was taking the same photo hundreds and thousands of times over again. Um, just a standard photo of your soldier coming out of boot camp right in front of the American flag. Um, just the, the photo that's on every mom and wife's desk yeah. or mantle. So yeah. um, that that was a good job. It, it was fun, um, but it got monotonous taking the same photo over and over again. So as you can imagine, the itch to do something different and you know dive into something else kind of pulled me. So yeah. yeah. And now, um, are you from the Charleston area originally? No, no, actually. So there's that's a three-piece answer to that because when people ask where are you from I get confused as to what they actually mean do you want to know my ethnicity yeah do you want to know where I was born or uh -huh. do you want to know where I was raised or where did you previously move from right so I was born in Naples Italy and what? yeah so I was a souvenir from um, my dad's deployment there <laughs> he was awesome. in the Navy and um, so I was born in Naples and came to Charleston in 85, so I was about two years old. Aww. So I was raised here. Okay. Um, but my family's from the Philippines. Okay. So that's the three part answer the three to that. Three elements of yeah, that, yes. Right. And um, did you get dual citizenship in Italy? I because did. You were born there? What? Yeah, that was pretty Is, cool. Is there any but, cool perks from that? I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, 
I don't really know. I had to I actually had to give my Italian citizenship up when I was 12 or 13. Okay. Um, when I naturalized to um, United States citizenship. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm Team USA all the way, 100%. Awesome. Uh, almost joined the military, but Dad told me not to. Okay. okay. So, you know, thanks, Dad, for <laughs> putting awesome. me through school. Yes. No, that's so cool. Um, so... How did you get into weddings specifically? I always love to ask people like, um, you know, we had PJ on here and he was saying like he started off filming weddings and funerals. Mm, okay. So what yeah. was your journey of, of how did you get into uh, photographing events and weddings? Yeah, so, you know, a lot of my friends have this same story of a friend came up and, and said, okay, you got a camera, can you shoot this? Pretty much the same thing happened. Yeah. Um, college roommates of mine were getting married, and uh, they had a, a small ceremony in a, in a small, tiny church in Marlboro County, South Carolina, in okay. the middle of somewhere out there. And uh, and so I think it was like 400 bucks, and I had a full day with them, and they loved it, and I loved it, and so that kind of just snowballed into what it is now. So, That's so awesome. Yeah. Um, so. What do you think, um, as far as like when couples are planning weddings, what's the difference just being in the industry between people's perception of like, oh, planning for this day and then how it actually unfolds, how it happens? You know, what advice would you give to a couple when they're putting all this pressure into making this day be a particular way? Right. Um, the tendency is for people to do a comparison thing. They always look online, they always look at what their friends did. Um, I think it's really important to just remember why you're doing it in the first place. And at times when you question the why, you get to figure out exactly, you know, what makes you tick. And, and you know, same thing with me. If if I need to, you know, get a boost of, of why we're doing something or, or feel connected, I have to ask, okay, why, you know? So I always tell clients, figure out what you value the most. Uh, because some people don't want 180, 300 people at their wedding. Some mm -hmm. people would just want to elope. Yeah. Um, some people want a big, huge party with a band and all this stuff. So like really just figure out what you value the most and kind of, you know, silence those voices that are coming in from the outside, you know? Yeah, you do you, stay in your you lane. You. That's awesome. That's right. What about like, okay, from the being on the side of being a person that contributes to a wedding day coming together and the fact that you're usually on your feet for like, I don't know, like 18 hours. Yeah, like <laughs> eight to 10 to 12, yeah. however long, you know, these days are for photographers, videographers. Do you have any secret tricks that have worked for you of, you know, I know that you're like in the middle of like a marathon uh, weekend shoot. We're always texting and like figuring out, you know, are you still hanging in there? Are you doing OK? Right. So, um, yeah. Any like secret things that keep you going through such long days? Yeah, so definitely have to take short breaks throughout the day um nothing long at all just a, just a recap a regroup um usually it's right before ceremony um right after things happen um and and half the time you we need to reload film and, and do stuff like that and so that gives us a moment to kind of step off and kind of ask ourselves where are we at how are we doing just kind of check yourself throughout the day um also shoes make a difference mm -hmm. um oh my gosh 
uh, David Bondije. Um, we're we're like the Kohan brothers. We rock Kohans because they're like the comfortable shoes. Mm-hmm. So like you have to wear comfortable shoes. Um, just you know, stay hydrated. I know people say that all the time. Drink water. Um, that's like probably the number one thing. Yeah. Is like just drink a glass of water. Um, but yeah, have comfortable shoes. You know, take short breaks throughout the day. Very short. It could be like 10, 15 seconds. But you really need to reset yourself yeah. and your mind. You Not can't, be on the whole right. day. Not be on the whole day. Because when you're on, you're, you're paying attention to your clients. You know this as well as I do. You have to check the temperature. You have to gauge where people are, mm-hmm. um, the timing of things. Everything is on us to, to shoot these pictures and video. And so um, to, to just step back and say, all right, where am I at? How am I doing? You know, you got this or like give yourself a quick boost. You know, yeah. a lot of the time I do this with my second shooter. Um, you know, we ask each other like, hey, how's it going? Like that small stuff really does make a difference. It makes yeah. a huge difference. Oh, I know. I feel like we it's it's such a great thing when you have somebody that's got your back whenever oh, yeah. you're photographing or filming because, you know, that simple taking a break like, OK, post ceremony. All right. You're staying with the bridal party. I'm getting cocktail right. hour and then crucial having a little moment and maybe snagging an appetizer right, to right. sneakily off of the appetizer <laughs> Sticky plate. Fingers. Yeah, but we, you know, that's something we, we recently added to um, our contracts, like just clearly stating and people have to initial off. Like I acknowledge that our videographers are not robots. Right, right. It's in the official language right. as robots and that we need, that we're humans yeah. and that we so need- So you get to eat. Yeah, and the, and you know, the eating and, you know, the proper, caring and tending to your visual team of yeah. your wedding day. Yeah. Um, it's important. So outside of um, weddings and photographing, what are like, who are you beyond the camera? So, I mean, I, I would pretty much say beyond the camera, I, I'm just all about my family. I'm with them um, when I'm not working. And, you know, outside of like, how I make the livelihood of of taking pictures. You know, we dabble in real estate. Um, My family's got a background in that. My father's a home builder locally. Um, My sister's a real estate agent. And so we all just kind of like fell into that together, Uh, which is nice because you you get this this sense of building something together and and tackling, you know, these these huge projects together. And so that kind of strengthens what that is to, to be a son and father and sister, brother. So um, outside of that, you know, just family and just really, you know, trying to hone the craft, obviously, but it's just trying to balance that. Um, I found that I think one particular year, it was like 2016, I had shot like 68 weddings total. And um, that, yeah, Ugh. that look on your face was Did like you just how cry? I felt. Yeah. I like oh got in a fetal position and cried Holy all smokes. Christmas long. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I I kind of drew you know drew some some good insight from that and said okay let's balance it a little bit and let's focus a little bit more on other things. Yeah. Um. So so we're there now and it's a really good place to be. It's mm-hmm. really nice. What about um? What have you learned in the years that you've been open? You know, I think. It's one thing to show up on an event day and you're providing a service, but it's another thing whenever, you know, you're 
oftentimes you're a solopreneur or a small yeah. team like right. we are and one man band yeah and you know how do you balance marketing sales calls actually culling editing the mm. photos sending them back managing yeah. client relationships you know what has worked for you like yeah. over the years um well i i think it's a perspective of understanding that you can't do everything in one day um and especially after I had my son, he's he's almost 11 now. Um, but when I first had him, it was a struggle to even figure out how to manage him aside from what I was doing at the mm -hmm. time, which was nursing school. Shout out to all the nurses out there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, having a kid and trying to start a business, um, I think you just learn by getting thrown into the fire and just figuring out what works and understanding first and foremost, you can't do everything in one day. Um, and so when, you know, when my daughter came around is pretty much, and she's three, she's almost four now. Um, when she came around, then it became mo managing multiple children. So two kids and this business, which has gotten um, some traction and, and built up into what it is now. Um, and we still have a far ways to go. And so it's just understanding that perspective of, you know, handle one thing at a time. Don't try to build Rome in a day. Yeah. Uh, just one thing at a time. What works for you um, practically um, as a creative? Do you um, edit and do your post-production at your home? You know, yeah. do you, where do you function the best? <clears throat> and then how do you separate, um, like, do you have any good rituals or triggers of when you're like, okay, Work is closed, right. now I'm on family time. Right, right, so usually Mondays are usually the day, because we shoot weddings Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. Mondays are usually those days where, <clears throat> excuse me, the rasp is coming back. Uh, Mondays, Mondays are usually the days where I kind of block things off, um, and I take my kids to the bus stop, um, we have our breakfast in the morning, you know, we just kind of go through that day together. Um, when he comes back from school, and when my daughter gets back from school, we just really try to spend time together. And that Monday and then the, the rest of the week is kind of dedicated towards kind of the juggling act. Um, people have this misnomer about balancing as if you know we're, we're on top of a tightrope and mm -hmm. somehow you could balance, but it's more like juggling. Um, and so that's what I'm usually doing throughout the week. And so Tuesdays, Wednesdays, heavy edit days, um, you know, phone calls are usually made uh, during this time, like during midweek, because the rasp is real strong. After after working wedding receptions where you're like yelling at people yes, to look at you and, and stuff like that. directing all day. Oh yeah, directing all day. The voice has to rest a little bit, so we rest the voice. Um, luckily, you caught me on a on a Tuesday, so my on a Tuesday. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Yesterday the the rasp was one full effect, so oh, definitely man. today's better. Um, good. But yeah, just balancing or not balancing, juggling that and just working our way towards Thursday, Friday, prepping for that big weekend coming up. So, you know, just ha gotta have that family time. Yeah. Gotta have it, because kids are, mm -hmm. you know, they they know so much more than they appear to. Yeah. And you can learn learn a lot from them. Yeah. I didn't know anything before I had my kids. That's I was so just awesome. wandering. And know, how, old is is your, cool, how old is your daughter? My daughter is three, so she's almost okay. four. And wow. uh, she's, yeah. She's a little firecracker. Well, and you have to be present to like their like growing, transforming humans. Oh, yeah. So you have to Definitely. have it's, those moments of being in the here and now with them. Yeah. 
Definitely, definitely. Oh. The sass and the attitude has evolved. That's so um, awesome. I love her to death, though. Yeah, she's, she's the best. That's so awesome. <laughs> um, so, would you consider yourself more introverted or extroverted? You know, that's funny because going through middle school, high school, and college, I was extremely extroverted, extreme. Um, I it, it wouldn't be unusual to see me in a random place like I used to go down to this coffee shop with my friends and, and they would have an open mic night and we would just be like poetic rhymes like rapping that kind of stuff in front of a crowd um, dancing break dancing when I was a teenager and now I, I'm not saying it, it's because of the kids but I, I kind of equated to that parallel of having the kids and kind of focusing in on them mm -hmm. and you know you just kind of evolve into something else so I don't necessarily know if I'm more introverted mm -hmm. um, because my job forces me to be an extrovert too so yes um, and I love what I do I absolutely yeah. love what I do um, so I would say a little bit of both yeah. Uh, yeah yeah I would say that's accurate for you too like just knowing <laughs> you and um, I think it's the roots the background you have in being a social butterfly yeah. that puts people at ease on wedding days you know yeah. any event we film together or photograph together yeah that energy is so relatable and and I don't know I think we find it really fascinating to work with a variety of photographers because you have a very calming energy on wedding days. Um, you. you know, you're so, sometimes, I don't know, I feel like um, some some photographers can be a little bit exhausting. Uh, their directing style is great. They have beautiful work. But, you know, if you're like, going to be yelled at all day like this, right. oh, my gosh, that's so great. That's so great. You guys, ah, right, yeah. oh, and you're like yeah, eight yeah. hours of yeah, that. You yeah. know, just being beside that energy right. can feel a little bit draining. <laughs> and I don't know what it's like to be on the other side of the lens right. being directed. I mean, it is positive and I appreciate the uh, calm that <laughs> you, know, you. you bring to the Thank table. You. And I'm sure that you probably hear that all the time from your couples that, you know, because you're you're a pace car on a wedding day, really. You're working with them more so than anybody else intimately through the day. Right. And so, you know, one thing that we always love to say is, you know, yes, the service we're offering is, you know, videos, you know, that's the product, but the biggest thing we're bringing to the table is peace of mind yeah. and that we're going to bring our A game and bring, yeah. you know, that they're going to feel supported yeah. and know they've got someone that if their hair is going to shit, we're going to go over there right, and right. help Fix them it. out yeah. and like fluff the dress and, you know, just make sure that they look flawless and they feel flawless because right. that's the biggest thing is the yeah. experience part of it. Um, sure. And sure. I know that. You definitely bring that A game with the Backstreet Boy. That like, now I'm I'm bridging the gap between okay break dancing, all these things and the cool moves with I don't know yeah. It's, yeah, it's been an evolution. So yeah, that brings me to something that most people don't know about you is you once pursued a music career between oh, yeah. seventeen and twenty two. Yeah, that was serious. What? That was serious. It's weird. Um, you know, it's one of those things that you think you know what you're doing at, at that age. You mm -hmm. just think, and I mean, it was oh, good. Yeah. I mean, we we really could rap. We really could do it. Okay, wait. Um, did you have a stage name? I did. I did. I, I'm. You want to know? You really want to know this, yes. man? Yes. Oh gosh, stage name. It was Vision. How do you spell Vision. it? How do you spell it? V I S 
I O N. So actually, like, like vision. But there, was, there used to be a Z at the end of that, at the beginning, like visions, like really, like vision, like really rap type, yeah. you know. So we we removed that Z. Okay. Okay. And uh, that was what it was for a couple years. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not embarrassed to say it. You know, uh, I still that's I, cool I can still shit. rap. You went for I it. I can still rap a little bit. You, maybe after this is funny over, can... you mentioned that you're good at spitting <laughs> rhymes because we were just talking about doing a uh, a surprise video doing <laughs> popular songs but doing it tying into wedding videography okay. yeah mainly because we are camera hams and uh, yeah. we want to uh, act like idiots in front of the camera because we get any, we take any moment, you know, any chance we get, we Got want to, to take act advantage. like Dorcos. We have a new thing we like to do. If the vibe is right at a wedding and we're, you know, super, you know, in the, the energy with the parents and the bride and groom and the bridal party, we love, we have a little steady cam that, mm -hmm. you know, we're using, but it's got a selfie mode. Nice. And so we turn it around turn and then around. we parade through the <laughs> dance floor and, uh, and we have it's a fun. good time doing that. Oh, um, yeah. Much like how you and I were setting up the tripod and then secretly <laughs> dancing across the dance floor in our you got to. You gotta break it up. You have to have you a good time. You have to have you a good to. time during a wedding day. Yeah. And I know whenever I was starting off with filming weddings, I was trying to match what everyone else what I thought right, right, right. I should be doing, yeah. right? Exactly. What I should wear, yeah. um, what was appropriate, you know, just this I I was trying to look like other people at first. Right. And we do right. that when we're new and before we have confidence about something. And now I feel like the biggest thing we want to do is make people feel at home yeah, and absolutely. like we're lifelong friends, right? For sure, for sure. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I started out with that energy of like high pitch you know just like screaming at almost screaming at people yeah, yeah. um it didn't it doesn't really work you know for for me especially but yeah. it just personality wise i had to reel that in a little bit and just just take a different approach of you know calm assertive energy you know and you know it's not for everyone but definitely those clients who um who have booked me they kind of sense that that's their personality as well yeah and so you know if you if you need that you call me you know but different strokes for different folks yeah for sure that's right because i know that there's some couples that the um stead that high energy mm -hmm. yeah that strikes a vein with them yep. they're like oh yeah yeah gotta have like, it i, I and i like that, that. i yeah. like that sometimes yeah you know um but for weddings definitely um take that approach of you know how can i be of service to this person how can i be um, an observer yeah. on this day. How can I be a guest at this wedding that just so happens to have a nice, really nice, awesome camera? <laughs> yeah, I love it, I love it. Um, so what advice do you have for introverted couples? So if one or both people don't enjoy being the center of attention, how do you approach right. that? Well, I've had a couple of these couples and you know, the, everybody's different. Um, I would definitely say for introverted couples, you know, if, if you're in a situation where you have lots of guests and you're still introverted, um, you need to, you know, remember that some of these people came in from far away and you have family and, and people that you just haven't seen in a while. Um, just focus in on them, you know, 
the camera tends to be this thing where it comes out and people just go into this shell. Oh, I, I do myself, you yeah. know, when cameras get pointed in my direction, yeah. um, we have the sixth sense, especially, you know, being yeah. camera people. Yeah, that's weird because um, when cameras are out with me, I right. just like, I just start like rolling my shoulders <laughs> and I just start dancing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, just revert back to that clip where yeah. I noticed that you pointed the camera at me at that wedding. Yeah. And I was just like, wait, me? And so what am I going to do about the, yeah. I got I got to do something for the camera. And you were like back yeah. stream back all right. Was back. that yeah. the song? That was the song. Okay. I awesome. it's on our Instagram. Awesome stories. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, classic. Um, but definitely for for introverted people, um, don't I, I would say seek the photographer, videographer, the team, um, the planners, and and yeah. people who are going to, you know, allow you to be you. Um, a lot of the time as photographers and videographers, we feel inclined to direct people and direct people in a way that might make them feel uncomfortable. So it's also important for videographers and photographers and other people in the industry to remember that if you have an introverted client to kind of cater to that. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's that's kind of what makes, you know, documentary style photographers um so good at that because they're just like flies on the wall they don't yeah. really do a lot of directing yeah. in that regard and so if, if definitely if you're an introverted if you feel like you're introverted you know seek the, the people that would feed that energy and allow you to be you for sure i love that and gotta be you i think practically during the day um we just had a bride that we worked with where you know she's used to being the life of the party yeah. um Usually if there's like alcohol involved, you know, there's right. that liquid confidence. Right. Yeah. But, you know, she did. I love that she took a moment to do her. We were in between photos and all the big pictures. Um, it was right before the ceremony was kicking off. And uh, and she got a little bit overwhelmed. Yeah. You know, she, it was like it caught up to her. Oh, yeah. And so whatever I element it was, because I'm like, gosh, like girl brain you know she could be you know just maybe she was stressed out about i mean i know she was stressed out about the dress because yeah, she fit into it she tried it nine nine months ago um and like all the mental buildup, and it's like we have to acknowledge that you're not just playing a part in a wedding day like you're still you yeah. and it's a very unique day so she right. took a moment and was like, I'm gonna go take five. Yeah. And there was, um, you know, we were at a hotel venue. She took a moment, went into yeah. a different room. Nobody was around. No one knew. You know, I mean, we yeah. we knew where she was. Right, right. But she got to be out of the line of sight. Yeah. And um, yeah. and then she came back and she was good. Yeah. But, you know, um, I I think back to. Um, I got married when I was very young, uh, you know, total past life. Um, you know, I was married when I was 19. And I'll never forget the experiences that I have to pull from where that wedding day, I don't even, all I remember, the energy I feel is like my, you know, partner at the time, how frustrated he was with the number of photos we were taking. Mm. We missed, we almost missed um, the dinner hour because mm. we took so many yeah. pictures. Yeah. And I just remember trying to appease to everybody right. else around right. me. Right. Um, you know, that's that's a default for me yeah. as being a crowd pleaser. pleaser. And so, you know, I appreciate and it, it, it warms my heart when I see people where, like that bride, you know, she's the absolute life of the party, like just, 
I mean, we filmed one of her sister's weddings. She has the best, one of the best speeches I've ever heard anybody say, like the most lovable human. And she can be the life of the party and still need to take a moment. Right. And to not, um, you know, just not judge yourself or, um, you know, I, I feel like I would feel um, in my past, I'd feel very guilty yeah, if course. I was like, I need to step away. Of course. Of I feel course. out of control. Right, because all of these people are there. And, and they're all looking all, at you. All looking at you, right, for sure. And that, and I've so, heard that with couples yeah. where they're like, you know, we're, you know, this is a real thing of if yeah. you're introverted, it's like, that sounds horrible to right. be around, you know, all these different people. And even for myself, I've had one surprise party planned for me and I was so scared. I mean, I was like 25 when this happened. This is like, like social not that anxiety? Like, it just, it was all of my favorite people I love yeah, so much yeah, all in one room. Yeah, and I tend to like, I, I like an eclectic mix of humans. And so I did not know um, how to maneuver yeah. through seeing like my yoga friends. And then it right. was like my like, you know, wedding friends. And then it was like, you know, my redneck friends. Like I just <laughs> didn't know where the blend was. Right, um, right. And yeah. so I feel that a practical thing for if someone is that personality yeah. type to give yourself permission to just take yeah. a step, take a moment and that it's not bad, you're not, um, you know, doing anything wrong it's or not rude. It's not. It's yeah. nothing. You got to. You got to take that break. It's like I was telling you earlier. You know, you got to take a moment for yourself and kind of gather uh, a second and just realize mm -hmm. why you're even here in the first place. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I know for myself, you know, that that feeling of of being overwhelmed, um, that that could be staved off if you just remember the why. You know, that mm. feeling can be, you know, deflected if you just remember why you're doing it in the first place. So yeah. definitely take five for yourself. Yeah. It's like and two. and the a practical second. trends of, you know, just in that same vein. Yeah. Um, I love when couples take that moment to have their meal separate mm -hmm. from yeah, yeah, when the rest time. of their community, because, you know, most of the time people are being the social butterfly, seeing all their loved ones and. Yeah in an element you know entertaining right right you right, are right. hosting hosting yeah, exactly and it is that that emphasis of it's your day and yet you're also catering to the people around you yeah. but in light of wanting to have a day when you do look back and you did feel great and relaxed it's coming in with that remembering your why of i want to celebrate and i want to celebrate this person next to me more right. than Oh, I gotta appease yeah, all these people. Yeah. They're here. They've traveled. Like that sounds like a guilt trip right. of all. That's heavy to carry. Yeah. So acknowledging, think about if you slow down and you take that time for you, switch the roles. Would you not yeah. be so happy if you went to someone else's wedding right. and they did have a social anxiety or just overwhelmed by all the yeah. emotions? And if they took time for them and they regrouped and they came back into the room and then they talked to you, right. would you not be like, oh. Appreciative of that. Yeah, yeah for sure. For like sure. That, would, that would make me feel so happy to know someone was stepping into their power mm -hmm. of you know, taking that, that level of self-care yeah. to look out for them. Right. Because even though you're sort of the epicenter of this event, I think you oftentimes may be overlooked yeah. because it's completely, that momentum yeah. 
of the day. Now yeah. you're doing this, now and now this. I mean, yeah. we have it. The day is is broken up into like 15 minute right. increments, yeah. right? Yep. So, I think giving yeah. yourself permission to enjoy and right. do you do your pace? Right. Do you need to take breaks, and also. It doesn't have to be a set in stone, you know, oh, we have to have these pictures, right. all these things. Give yeah. yourself permission to be fluid on that day right. if you do need to pivot. Yeah, I. Um, that reminds me of when my wife and I renewed our vows. We renewed them last year in the Philippines. Oh, cool. We had a phenomenal photographer. Um, his name's Toto, okay. and uh, he's, he's great. And I just remember when we were taking pictures of, of like getting ready, um, there was stuff laying all around the room. You know, we were a few minutes late. Um, I I didn't have anything to drink. All I had was like a beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember thinking to myself, total, like I, I remember thinking to myself and then saying to him like, hey, give me a second before you take these pictures. Let me clean up behind me and let me, yeah. let me do the this. The photographer and in you is yeah. like the details right. in the mirror. For sure, uh-huh. yep. And um, he was just like, you know what, he was like, this is life. He was like, "This, it's there." He was like, "You can clean it up if you want to, but it's it's there, and it it's that's not where the focus is anyway." It'd be different if if we had stuff all over. It was like a couple of shirts and like okay. a shoebox. Okay, all right, and and some stuff like that. And so he just reminded me like, "It's there. We're not missing anything. You're all here. Your family's here. You're all safe." Um, because at the time there was like a monsoon in oh, the Philippines. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so. Yeah, it was raining, and I was kind of, you know, upset about that a little bit. Um, but he he recentered me in a way that kind of reminded me, like, okay, you know, we're all here. Nothing's gonna go perfect. You know, nothing is perfect. But whatever happens, this is life, and and we got phenomenal photos from that. Mm. Um, shout out to Toto. So get it, Toto. <laughs> That's so cool. I know. I think of if I was in the room and if I was getting ready and I saw my things, cause my mind goes to like, well, would I be mad if I looked back in my wedding album, like the part right, in right. me that wants to control everything right. and be like, it was supposed to look like Pinterest. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, you know that, yeah. whatever that is that right. we think this perfect world yeah. is. And I know like, I, I don't know. I feel like when I shoot, um, I wanna let people perceive that their day was a perfect yeah. world you know to put right. it in the best light but yeah practically i'm like get all yeah. this shit out of here like right, get right, that. right like why is there always like five bags <laughs> from different department stores and receipts and like oh yeah uh, tissue paper yes everywhere. like what is happening yeah. in here yeah. which i don't know maybe it's a wedding day um right. but yeah to really see that that is real life yeah i will tell you okay this is the coolest um from a, a visual artist to another. So we had this wedding the other day where the family got ready as a family. It wasn't nice. separate places. Okay. But um, I feel like I always like to, like any chance I have to make fun of iPads, I'm all about it. <laughs> oh yeah. But I got this archive. is a good, this is a, yes. This is a good um, iPad moment. So <laughs> the six-year-old son grabbed his iPad he's normally playing games on switched yep. to the camera mode and he started filming his mom getting ready. See, I like that. It was amazing. I love and now and so then I was filming him filming yeah. her. And he's like it's quiet and he's like, Mom, you look really pretty. Oh, that's nice. And that's it was sweet. like, Oh yeah. my god, it's going 
the highlight reel. Like, yes. That's the best. That's better than Uncle uh, Bob doing it. Way better. Or Aunt Joanne yeah, or like, whoever's stepping let, out in the aisle. You know, if you're um, going for, like, you know, your cousin to shoot, give you know, your four-year-old an iPad and just let them loose. Like, just ceremony. Yeah, that's go. awesome. The I new love trend. that idea. I love that idea. Kids' perspectives. Yeah. They, they yeah. have, at times, they have the best perspective. It was so, yeah. oh my gosh, that's I one like of my that. favorite favorite moments that we've had like this whole season. Yeah. Um, so what do you think of, um, you know, you've mentioned that one of your biggest challenges in life or strengths is, you know, learning to gain from losses. Yeah. What yeah. does that look like in your life? Yeah, so, you know, People say a bunch of cliche things like when God closes a door, he opens a window, things like that. It's very true. Um, energy is important in a way that there is never a loss of energy. It's only a transfer. <laughs> and so you could take this energy. The losses happen. Um, deaths in the family, broken relationships, um, losing pets. I mean, all of this yeah. happens to all of us. I mean, yeah. and sometimes they happen all at the same time. And that's when that's when it gets really hard, but that's when you find out really who you are as a person. And so there's so much to gain from it because you learn, you know, um, if take for example, three years ago, my grandmother passed away and um, she was the person that raised me. And so at the time when you experience this loss, you know, of losing grandma, um, you think, oh wow, like, she's no longer here but in fact that's not the truth she's everywhere now like mm. she's got the best view now literally mm. and so it's it's one of those things where you you can't really dwell or you can't really um i guess float in those feelings you kind of you got to swim you know and um gaining from loss is just looking at that and saying okay well now that she's not here, now that I can't get her advice in real life, I have to remember what she told me when I was six and eight and 13 years old. So just those those types of things, because that energy just continues. Yeah. So, so it's important to keep that energy continuing by, you know, do, doing some of the habits that she taught me or, mm -hmm. you know, taking time out to remember her on her birthday, stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, um Gaining from losses, it, we can go on about that, um, but that's pretty much the the gist of how you know how the energy flows for me. Um, you know, likewise with with any relationship, you, you know, you've mentioned before that you had a previous you know marriage, right? So it it wasn't for nothing. You learned so much, and you would yeah. not be the person who you are now if not for that. Yeah. So definitely, you've gained so much more than you've lost. In yeah. my eyes. Yeah. You're an awesome person. I love you, by the way. Thanks. You're, you're like... Stop it. It's so <laughs> great. Yes. No, it, it is so true. And, and I love that the image of, you know, that energy does, it just, it shifts forms and it, it never goes into nothingness. And, right. um, you know, we've, we recently interviewed someone where um, her, her, well, it, it got it was like our spooky episode where um, she was like, oh, my my grandmother, um, I she's around me all the time. And she has these sort of paranormal experiences of feeling supported by family members that 
are no longer yeah. in this experience. And so, that's you know, right. I think that that's so beautiful of, of you know, okay, if, if I don't have this person practically to call on the phone, where can I go through my index of memories right. and stories and that energy that you yeah. shared with them and right. then channeling that that vibe that's yeah. and that you can't stay stuck in that energy. You have to learn to swim with right. it. Right. You gotta swim. Just keep swimming. Yeah. You know, it's like Dora. Shout out to Dory. Shout out yeah. to Dora. Oh my gosh. Dora, Dora, did I just say Dora? You Dory, said Dora. That's a very like parent mistake yeah, right there. <laughs> it is a parent mistake. Yes. Um, but 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 to cap off the gains from losses too, yeah. you know, on the business side of things, you know, we we have ups and downs in businesses in in business um, dealings, and and there are down years for a lot of us. Um, so on that end of things, when you have a down year, that that kind of gives us a chance to recalibrate and see, okay, what didn't work? Yeah, you know, how can I evolve? <laughs> and what what works for me and what doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. So what is something in your business that wasn't working for you and you need you needed to shift? Um I think, you know, aside from like the the energy that I was trying to bring on it on a wedding mm-hmm. day, trying to be that high energy person, shifting mm-hmm. away from that and going into a more of a calm assertive, you know, we're just here and we're going to make it happen with with what we're given. Um we're going to do our best to follow the timeline. You know, but just shifting into that perspective, um, that that was big for me. Um, but also just trying to delegate where possible and, and understand that I can't do everything. You know, it's important to, to be a team with the videographer, with, you know, the planner. Um, but don't try to do too much. You know, I'm just a guy with the camera. I'm there to take pictures. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I've got to allow the planner to do their job. I've got to allow the videographer because you guys have a very similar job but a very different job. Yes. In that same regard. Yes. You know. So you guys need a whole different set of imagery and and moments to happen. Yeah. And so, you know, it's very important to allow you to do your job. And a lot of times good really good photographers, they kind of manage that. Yeah. And and allow that to to unfold for, you know, the video cameras to to get rolling, but mainly it's just reminding people like, hey, Shelby's the videographer, mm-hmm. I'm the photographer, we have the same exact cameras, yeah. but. Look at this camera every this time, one. I'm like, it's this one <laughs> it's over this. here, that one, it's not me. this one. Yeah. yeah. Now I was so. just explaining that to somebody um, last night, actually. Um, <laughs> and they, um, you know, just asking the preference of if they wanted video to be with them during the staged group yeah. photos. If that was a priority and the bigger value I saw was like, okay, if you're going to get grandparents, the, everybody, the kit and caboodle all in a shot, if you want that to happen, we'll we'll film it, but we're yeah. just panning side to side right. or doing a cut in versus like that's, that's like photos terrain. Whereas we could be, you know, whisked away and get more of like the cinematic element of like, go get the happy hour, go right. get like, you know, people like getting those awesome little crab cakes that you, you know, paid extra to get for yeah. people. Don't yeah. you wanna watch your like families like loving the experience right. or, you know, just really, yeah, the storytelling elements like, okay, our gear looks very, very yeah. similar, but we are doing two very different things <laughs> in this moment. Team um, Sony. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sony, love it. Um, Sponsor me. <laughs> what, I know, right? Love me, Sony. Okay. Um, what about, um, so in your 
thoughts on you know your favorite venues that you've yeah. um, filmed in or that you've photographed in. What about you said a line about private residences? Oh yeah, I love the backyard wedding. What? Um, it doesn't have to be fancy. I mean, yeah. I've done backyard weddings at Isle of Palms and you know all across town, but you know those are just the places that it's somebody's home so they're they're usually very comfortable in that setting yeah and so you know we all love lounge grove so yeah i'm bumping the mic um we all love lounge grove and yeah. and william aiken and you know legree and you know cedar room all these places are beautiful they're gorgeous yeah. um but there's something about someone's house that you know they're they're totally comfortable and it doesn't even have to be their house it could be a family member's house that they have frequented when they mm. were growing up coming here That's so during cool. the summertime you know those have been the weddings where they just break loose yeah and um oh. they, they can just really be in their element um it's it's one of those things where like if you're in lounge grove or you're in these other places it's beautiful but it it is a production mm -hmm. it's a production um, and it's gorgeous, and I love those weddings, like where they have all the details and everything. Um, but the, the home, the family mm -hmm. home, or the vacation home, yeah, um, those are really cool. You know, you just have cool moments that that happen there, um, and it, there's a connection there from the past that. that you know, I mean, we were talking about losses earlier. People take losses, and, and you you think about. Okay, they they might have been vacationing in this house where they were with their their grandma who's no longer here, and yeah. somehow that house contains oh. the spirits of yeah. and that energy. So yeah. there's there's a lot of ways to look at it, but mm. just mainly for for that connection level, it's so small and intimate. Unless your private residence is over here on you know the Battery or something like <laughs> yeah. that, or you, you yeah. know, rocking a six million dollar home. Yes, yes. Um, usually, it's just a nice little intimate setting yeah know, and it's really cool well i love that you're the first person that's mentioned that and yeah. i was like wait what does he mean and mm -hmm. that's so true you feel so cozy and comfortable oh, yeah. and just thinking about the experiential side of the day how you want to feel right and you know just being in your own environment that's yeah. um that's so simple, but it's kind of blowing my mind right now. Yeah. Um, I love that. Well, um, what would be just a parting thing? What would be, you know, your biggest advice to a couple whenever they're, I just clicked, pin clicks over here. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, what, what's your, your thought whenever couples are in the planning process and they're looking at balancing budget negotiating yeah. with family members right. you know if they have like mixed if the uh, groom's family and the bride's right. family just what advice um would you share to provide support to um yeah a couple that's in those shoes yeah i would definitely say as i mentioned earlier you know you have to look at what you value um and we have people in our lives that we want to appease and we want to make them happy but just remember that the marriage is not them. It's it's you and your husband or wife. And so, you know, you want them to get there safely. You want everybody to have a good time, but it's what you value. And um, just really, really consider um, who who's gonna be there for the marriage and not just the wedding. 
you know Ooh. a lot of the time we we, we yeah snaps I mean, for that yeah i mean we we have so many people that we want to be there yeah. but you know i just heard this recently it's like invite people to your wedding that would be there for the marriage and not just the wedding i don't know where i heard that from That's but, so good. but it's true it's yeah. true yeah you know so the people that you value the things that you value if you want to spend thousands on flowers or or open bar if you don't want to have an open bar i would suggest having an open bar you know but <laughs> but um it's just what you value and yeah. just really you know focus in on your spouse or your, your soon-to-be spouse you yeah. know focus in on them and, and what you guys really want you know, if you want to elope, do it. Mm-hmm. You know, run off to Vegas or or have a Vegas is a bucket lo- a bucket list shoot that we want to do. Is it? Yeah, is it? like okay. all the neon lights and the crazy and the. Well, I mean, you know, holla. I mean, maybe we could do. Maybe my wife and I could do a, a vow renewal in Vegas. Come on, do a new vow renewal every <laughs> single year at a cool place. <laughs> Should we'll I dress up there. as Vegas or uh, Elvis, Elvis? Do it in Vegas. Yes, only if you break dance though. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Yes. Um, Salt has been amazing. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, How can people get in touch with you? You can reach me on my website direct, www.sol.photography. Or you can catch me on Instagram, solography. 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 Most clever. Yeah, spell it out. (laughs) Yeah, so it's spelled S-O-L-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y. Solography. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank yeah, you thank so you. much. And for our listeners and for our viewers, we hope that you live a day filled with passion and that you uh, have a story or two worth telling today. Cheers. Cheers.